0: From the Ty Cats Audio Network, this is Ty Cats Today with Braden Neville.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Tie Cats Today here on the Ty Cats Audio Network for this Wednesday, August the 2nd, 2023. I want to thank Louie B for holding it down for me on the show yesterday. Well, I got situated in my new place, and I can now officially say I'm a Hamiltonian, moved into a new spot, and been loving being in the city of Hamilton, and looking forward to hopefully spending a long time here in the black and gold city with you crazy tie Cats fans. So thanks again to Louis B. for filling in yesterday. We have an exciting show, jam-packed and ready to go for today. We will hear from Coach O, Trey Crawford, a guy who had his Best game of the season Friday with two sacks. I sat down with him, and we also spoke with performer of the game for the Ticats Red Blacks matchup, Malik Kearney, who had a great performance Friday picking up a couple of sacks. But first, let's get to some news around the team. The Ticats continued preparations for their big game Saturday night at 7 o'clock against the Montreal Alouettes, a team that beat them just before their bye week the last bye week that was the first one and that was in week three 38 to 12 so the Ticats are looking to get some redemption here ahead of their second bye week of the season and I think this team has much more of an identity now than they did in that previous matchup and of course are coming off a huge win in Ottawa coach oh spoke about the upcoming game with the Alouettes and more Right, Coach Taylor Powell will be making that second start
2: here of the season. What are you hoping
1: he takes away from that first start he had and, and implements into this
2: game? Yeah, in order to start a second game, you would have had to obviously have started a first one. So whatever experience he's gained, right? It was a, a different team that we played. I just think that, you know, Taylor gets a chance to it's another week to know that he's the guy. It's not gonna be spot play or or sneaks or uh, you know specialized plays it's a chance for him to know he's the guy he's taken all the reps in practice done a done a phenomenal job, so um, We'll see we'll see what he's taking from the first game I'm just hoping that he you know takes care of the football makes the throws that we're asking him to make and other than that be himself and Now Cody Fajardo you've seen that group in that offense in the last game What are you hoping this defense is able to do to
1: contain him here
2: on Saturday? Yeah, I mean Cody's uh you know presents you know a great challenge because you know he has a great understanding of what what Jason and what they're trying to do over there first of all and and second he's he's able to create you know he's uh he's he's mobile and so we're going to have to be aware of that but at the same time you know we got to execute the game plan that we're asking you know our people to execute so uh, they do a great job of spreading the ball around, getting it to their playmakers, uh, protecting him when they're taking their shots. And we just got to be aware of it. And obviously they can they can pound it when they need to and run the rock pretty good. So looking forward to this challenge. Now I'm going to be speaking to Trey Crawford after. He's obviously playing a much bigger role on that defense. Just what can you say about him and his emergence as a
1: game breaker here on this
2: defense? Well, we'll see. We, we want to see some consistency there. Like he's got a tremendous motor, Um, and want to he's bided lots of time in the waiting room he's been up and down he's kind of went through that roller coaster ride which is tough it's tough to be up and down when when you want opportunity and that's the beautiful thing is when you do get the opportunity and you're prepared for it and you make the most of it uh, that's very rewarding so now it's about how, how consistent can we be.
1: That was Coach O. Following today's practice at Tim Hortons Field, Malik Carney was a guy the Cats relied on heavily during the game with the Red Blacks, and he was all over Dustin Crum and is probably still in the Red Blacks QB's nightmares. I spoke to him today about the big game last week and how he plans to keep that going Saturday against the Owls. Malik, quite possibly one of your best games of the season on uh, last week how do you keep that momentum here and head against montreal
3: consistency film um, preparation um, you know recovery and uh, just mentally preparing for the game
1: and going from a quarterback playing against quarterback like dustin Crum to now cody Fajardo, maybe a guy who's not as active outside of the pocket does that kind of change the mindset at all for you on defense
3: i mean there's different quarterbacks but uh you know similar tendencies so uh again you know we just contain him and uh, get to the quarterback uh, make his job uncomfortable and uh, you know just just being relentless in our rush. Is there anything you can take away from that loss a few weeks back
1: to Montreal and then hopefully change for this game?
3: Preparation man just looking at our wrongs and uh, our rights and continue to build on that take it day by day and uh, you know just disrupt the disrupt their offense.
1: And I'll- Back in that game against the Red Blacks, why do you think the defense was able to be so successful? It just seemed like they weren't able to get anything done, especially in that second half
3: game. Playing for one another, gelling, chemistry. Um, you know, I see us, uh, you know, coming together and uh, you know just being relentless. We're all on the same page, and we can just continue to do that. Um, and uh, you know, we'll be exactly where we want to be. That was Malik Carney coming
1: off a two-sack performance, just like the next player I spoke to, Trey Crawford. Trey was another guy causing problems for the Red Blacks' offense all night long. Trey might not be the guy you see in the media a whole lot, but he's a guy who quietly does his job night in and night out, and he's starting to get a lot more faith from his coaching staff and getting a lot more minutes on this Ticats roster. I spoke to him about stepping up on defense, the season he's been having, and the upcoming game with the Owls. All right, so joining me now is Trey Crawford. Trey, it seems like you've been coming into your own the last few games. You've been getting more minutes out in the field, you're making a lot of game breaking plays, especially last game with the two sacks. Just why do you think you've been able to kind of come into a zone here and, and, and be more relied upon on that defense?
0: Well, I just feel like our coaches put us in a great position to make plays. And um, you know, like we play together as a defense, so um uh when we hold each other accountable, it just uh makes it easy for all of us to make plays. Just all playing hard together.
1: Now Two sacks last game, mm-hmm. so you know it's, it's a big game, right? And yeah. a lot of people are going to get a lot more eyes on you uh-huh. if you do stuff like that. Why yeah. do you think you're able to be so successful and to sack a quarterback that hasn't really been that easy to sack this season? than mm-hmm. Dustin Crown.
0: Yeah. Uh. Well, like we just had a great call. Like Coach called a great call. Great call for us to go out there and uh, execute. Uh. Like everybody was dialed in on the field. I just happened to be the one to, to come free. Um, and uh, I seen the lane, and I just, you know, took my shot, got him on the ground. So that was exciting. But we just all tried to play hard together, and I just ended up coming free with that. So that was exciting. Now, what what were, what were the guys saying on the sideline when you when you got number two? Oh man, it was just so excited for me. It was it, it's just it's just exciting when you can make plays for your teammates because you know mm-hmm. we all work hard together. So, you know, when one of us make a play, we try to celebrate together. And um, it is really fun when one of us make a play. And uh, you just get that love from your teammates. It's a really good feeling.
1: It seemed like the defense was just hungry last game. Like it was just like everyone was just a dog in that game. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it, it seemed like they weren't able to get anything done. And it was just one of those games where you were just in the zone. What did you notice about the defense that might have been a little
0: different? Maybe switched up in that game. We just tried to keep each other fired up. Uh, tried to keep each other uh, dialed in. We were just communicating a lot on the sidelines, um, you know, just really trying to communicate a lot on the field, um, talking to each other pre-snap, and uh, it just showed like we um, we wanted to go out there and execute for each other. So
1: now I want to go back in time a bit for Ty Cats fans that might not know the story of how you came to Hamilton or how mm-hmm. you came to the CFL. So. Yeah following your journey in college football Mm -hmm. at what point
0: did you hear about the cfl and and think of it as an option for yourself um so coming out of high school i wasn't recruited at all so um i knew i wanted to play at the next level so i had to take the junior college route um i kind of just got looked over really Mm -hmm. i didn't uh, get the looks i wanted so yeah i went uh, through juco two years and um i got one offer from u a b and I took that offer and I went to uh u a b had a decent uh junior year and I played well my senior year um played well enough to where i uh got an opportunity with the atlanta Falcons okay. um got released, and after that got signed to Denver the Broncos. And um, I got let go before I even hit the field. The COVID, it was 2020, so. Tough, tough year to be doing that. Yeah, man. So really, I was just training for two years every day, just waiting on an opportunity. And um, I got a call from um, the team went out the Ticats, and, um, and I just couldn't pass it up. I was so excited to come up here. And it's just been a blessing to be up here with all the coaches. I love it. Now, when you came to Canada, had you spent much time in Canada previous to that? No, I I, I really didn't know nothing about Canada, bro, to be honest with you. Um, I had really not known anybody uh, that was in the CFL. I had a teammate that came up here to play for uh, Saskatchewan, Mm -hmm. but that was about it, bro. Like I, I really didn't know nobody, but when I came up here, I was surprised at how, you know, Fun the game was Yeah And yeah So it was exciting
1: What was there like Was there any like moment Where you're like What is that Like a culture shock Like Oh yeah Like
0: at first When I first got up here Bro the waggle Like just seeing the waggle And it's you know CFL's a lot of movement Mm Pre-snap The yard off the ball Of course Um, And just uh, It's just a little bit different Than American Bowl But it's exciting bro So like yeah, it. it I, I can't lie. It kind of took me a little bit to adjust to the style yeah. of play just cause I've never seen nothing like that. But um, it's extremely exciting. And especially for a defensive player, that waggles is just... <laughs> it's yeah. not
1: as... Like for a receiver, some guys come in the league and they love it. You right, know what uh-huh. I mean? Yeah. On the defensive end, not so much. So, right. so like it, it seems like that's always what they say when they come to the league. That's the first thing that takes adjusting to. Now, mm-hmm. off the field, you're just hanging out, you're having fun. What are you doing for fun?
0: Usually I I'm, I'm spending time with um my girlfriend and my child. Mm-hmm. Uh we got a baby girl now, Milani, that's 4 months. Oh wow, congratulations. So, yeah, thank you, bro. Um I try to uh spend a lot of time with them. Uh we kind of just go hang out. Uh I don't really go out too much, but if if we do, we'll go out in in nature or something by the water. Mm-hmm. Um go grab some food uh but yeah, I like to you know, spend that time with my family. I really enjoy. It. And and how have you been adjusting to the city? How yeah, do you enjoy Hamilton and getting? Oh into man, the city? it's a great city, bro. It's um, it's yeah, I feel like uh, it's it's been a lot of development out mm-hmm. here. It's like yeah, it's growing. growing it's man. growing like so crazy. It's it's exciting. I did not know Hamilton was as, you know great of a city yeah as it
1: is it's bro. like a like, like a hidden gem in ways it really is bro for sure
0: um and it's just uh you know the people here are great um if they see you with a tie shirt on man you know <laughs> what I mean like yeah. I, you go into the grocery store and you wearing that tie cat shirt it's um you know mm-hmm. it's exciting for them to see but um yeah it's it's the food out here is great it's it's a lot of water. It's just it's a hidden gem, really. Coming from the south, like we don't really true know too much about the Canada area, like Hamilton. But man, it surprised me how cool it was when I first got up here.
1: It's, it's, and you've gotten to experience a lot of cities. Your favorite city on the road, if you had to choose, I know you don't spend much time exploring the cities, but if you mm-hmm. had to pick one of the Canadian cities on the road that's your favorite to visit, which one would it be?
0: So so far, I've only been to Montreal and ottawa okay and both cities are are, are pretty unique mm-hmm. um ottawa being the capital yep of uh canada it's a it's a pretty cool city um montreal pretty cool city it's like you know yeah like i only been to those two places so yeah so you're, so you're, you're yeah, still exploring yeah, yeah so i'm still exploring but man it's it's really been a blessing to see you know like um how different the cities are though very and, different uh, yes. it's very different uh when we were in ottawa last week it's just um it's pretty cool to see like how everything is yeah. you know just yeah. different especially coming from the states it's like yeah. wow it was beautiful that's what i'm originally from outside just outside of ottawa
1: in the ottawa valley so that's, oh, that's wow, kind of like my, that's my uh area somewhat over there uh-huh. but it, it's beautiful and, and good food what you say, yeah good food every mm-hmm. honestly i think everywhere you go for some reason in the cities around it's There's always good food, but Hamilton's one. I've been kind of just starting to experience the restaurants and all that, man. There's some some crazy restaurants here, man. Uh Now, going forward, you have the Alouettes Mm -hmm. coming up this weekend. Mm -hmm. What do you do to continue the play you've been having? And and, uh, Uh and, and just have a game like you've been having last game or in the last couple games.
0: Well, just uh, what we've been doing. um, Just trusting each other, trying to play hard for each other. Um, and executing uh, what's called. Mm -hmm. Um, They're a talented team. We got to come out focused um, and just try to play hard for each other. That was Trey
1: Crawford. Big thanks to him, Malik Carney, and Coach O for being on the show today. And just a little bit of news before we go. Just announced two Tiger Cats have been announced on the monthly honor rolls here for the CFL. And first of all, we have running back James Butler, who was named for the month of July. So a big congratulations to JB. He had an excellent month of July he's been excellent all season long and he's looking to continue that strong play here heading into August and of course we had Brandon Revenberg the big old lineman he had a huge month and both of those guys got honors today by the CFL in that new PFF system so congratulations to those two big honors for both of those guys now that's all the time for me today I want to thank you for listening to Ticats today